0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode five. Today's podcast is actually a pre recorded Zoom call. So, if you're interested in the visual, you are more than welcome to jump on our YouTube channel, Pet Dropshipper channel. And in today's episode, we are interviewing with and learning more about Karoo from the owner and CEO of the company. So, let's listen in and learn. you see that okay? I
1: can. I can. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So so Pamela and I are a husband and wife team. Pamela puts up with me. We've worked together uh, for almost 30 years, I would say. Um, our background is human health care. You may know that. And we really started Carew out of the need to help our own dog. Also called Carew, we spelt his name with a K just to be different. And we were running this health care center. And True healthcare, and we wanted to have a dog. So we thought, well, we'll get a therapy dog. That's a great way to do it. Well, what kind of dog? Well, everybody likes Golden, so we'll get a Golden. Well, what do you name them? Well, the brand name, Caru, C-A-R-U, means to love or to belong. And we thought that'd be a perfect name for a therapy dog. So we have a good story because we started this out of the love of our own pet. He had terrible allergies, chronic ear infections, and constantly chewing his paws and scratching. Mm -hmm. And so we did that. And when we did that, um, he really did well on our home cooking. And we thought, well, I don't want a home cook. We don't want a home cook for umpteen years, but we couldn't find anything as good as what we were making at home. And we wanted to provide the same good nutrition, good food to other pet parents. And we were the first in North America to put wet pet food in a Tetra Pak box all right yep. that's how we started we found that and these stews are made in the human food plants in the U.S. they're actually made in Wisconsin with human grade wholesome, healthy ingredients and dogs and cats love the taste so our yep. classic stews we call them a holistic adult diet with meat poultry plus veggies and fruit which makes these meals an ideal prebiotic diet so you know that if you cook food with a pre with a probiotic and the probiotic will be killed by the heat right. so we were looking to make a good food that would really establish good uh, gastrointestinal flora because we know good healthy gastrointestinal flora is essential for whole body health and when we talked to the new nutritional team they said well it's very simple make a good healthy prebiotic diet so the probiotic, the good bacteria can flourish. So that's what we did. That's why there's fruits and veggies added to this diet. And we really chose the Tetra Pack boxes for a number of reasons. Really, the main reason was because the food's actually cooked right in the box. And retailers may not know that. But it's cooked in the box. So you retain all the nutritional value. And it allows it to be minimally processed uh, at the same time, because it's cooked low and slow, just like when we were cooking for our crew, we were home cooking in a slow cooker. Tetra Pack boxes also offer several benefits over cans: convenience, they're safe, lightweight, easy to open and reclose to keep food fresh. Leftover food can be left in the box without the box imparting a yep. tinny aftertaste.
0: I like that part. You know, I I've I use the product and I love that I can just you know scissor open the top scoop out what I need. And then I don't have this metal tin can sitting in the refrigerator with, you know, some plastic cap to cover over. So exactly. I-
1: Exactly. And by the way, you, you know, you may bad. find, you may find that it's um easier to cut them open with a pair of scissors, but they do have a perforated um, oh, edge. <laughs> so you can just bend the perforated top over and tear them. That works well too, so okay. you don't even need scissors. No
0: one else has that. Yeah, everyone else, all the other companies that do a box like this, you have to cut it. So no, that's good to know. I, okay. I cut it anyway. Can yeah. you
1: see this slide now? Yep.
0: yep, I can see the slides now. Yeah, okay, perfect, okay.
1: Okay, so this is the one, the third slide. And you know, we talked about that you can leave the food in, in the box without imparting a tiny aftertaste. Great, especially for cats. Because cats are very sensitive to that metallic taste. And also you waste food trying to scrape it out of a tin. And it never mm-hmm. really works. Mm-hmm. The other thing is you're, you know, a lot of the retailers now are selling to millennial shoppers. Millennials are the big buyers now. Nearly three out of four millennial shoppers would choose the boxes over cans as the packaging, it's environmentally friendly. So it's made from sustainable, renewable resources, tetra plants, their own forests, harvest them and replants. And so it's about 70% paper. It's BPA-free, which is important. So the plastic liner in the box is actually plant-based plastic. It's not a true plastic. So that's why it's BPA-free. And of course, in virtually all states, it's recyclable, the packaging. So that's really great. Yep. Now, do you see the change in slides there? Mm-hmm. Yep. Perfect, perfect. So when we talk about the ideal customer for this this ultra-premium food at $4.99 suggested RS SRP, it's one that wants to feed a food that looks like what they themselves would eat and their dog weighs no more than 20 pounds. Now, why do I say that? If you look on the box feed guidelines, doesn't matter whether it's this line or the other dog line, the daily dish line, one 12.5-ounce box feeds a 12-pound dog one once a day so you use one box for a 12 pound dog daily but what we know is avco overstates feed guidelines and they do that because they really look at the activity levels of all dogs so if you have a very athletic dog or say a working dog like in the fire department or police or military that dog's going to need more calories so they over sure. overestimate and what we know is typically cut the feed guideline in half. So our crew weighed 75 pounds. He got, in essence, about three and a half boxes a day. According to Abco, he would have got about seven boxes, which would have been great (laughs) for him, but not so good for his waistline or or his health. So when we say 20 pounds, that's why we kind of come up with that 20 pounds, figuring that if you have a 20-pound dog, one box a day would work, give or take an ounce either way. And so it's kind of at 499. That's probably the cutoff. Anything bigger or feeding more, you'd probably want to switch over to another. Use it either as a topper, which right. it can be. It's complete right. and balanced for an adult fat, or feed it as a topper. Yeah. Um, the other thing is we've been very proactive to the DCM dilated cardiomyopathy issue. Never had a complaint from customers, including our own dog, that we fed full-time just this. And what we we discovered is just to be proactive, let's put some taurine in there. Sure. So we did that. Yep. Um, so we talked about some differentiators. The classic stews have a number of key differences over other stews. Extremely palatable. We call them a go-to solution for those picky eaters, for dogs that are older that don't eat much, or dogs that have lost their appetite. They're so palatable that we've had. Uh, customers who say you know my dog's dying of cancer I was feeding it whatever it wanted steak whatever it stopped eating can you suggest something so we suggested this particular line and they wrote back to us and say thank you so much we got another week and a half two weeks with our dog that dog ate so they're super super palatable Um, the other differentiator key differentiator is we use organic minerals for better bioavailability Some of the larger manufacturers now are going to inorganic minerals, the proteinate minerals versus the chelated minerals. And we think if you're going to have a premium product, you really want to have that good bioavailability. Of course, we make all of our stews without thickening gums. There's no GMOs or proteins that aren't from whole muscles. So, no animal. Uh, byproducts no skin no no organ garbage meat. at all no
0: um, organ meat no
1: n- no we meat. don't even use organ meat i know yeah, some beef, people like no,
0: no beaks no no hoof. correct yeah correct. I, I i yeah I'm, i f- i feed my dog this way so i, I um, totally i totally
1: understand you get it yeah and yep. we have it and of course it's a diet that promotes as i said this rich prebiotic environment where the good bacteria can flourish Of course, we also offer out of the uh, five of these five recipes that we have in the classic stews for dogs, four of them are single protein, which is great for dogs that have allergies or digestive issues. Mm -hmm. So when we launched, of course, people came back and said, I love your classic stews for dogs, but I have a bigger dog. What can you do to help us? So we came out with the daily dish stews. Again, human grade, very tasty cost the same as a good can of regular dog food. So, you know, if all things are equal by pet grade or by human grade, why would you buy pet grade? Um, They're excellent value to to use daily. They're really perfect for consumers to try and get to know Karua. At 399, I think it's a a real value. Feed it as a complete adult diet or as an economical tasty topper. If you use it as a topper, whether it's the classic stews or the daily dish, you get about four to five servings out of a box if used as a topper, so quite affordable. And again, like the classic stews for dogs, we've added the, the, on the Daily Dish, we've added taurine. Again, when we look at differentiators, why buy Daily Dish over another brand? Some key differences, again, the organic minerals we use for better bioavailability, Again, made without thickening gums, GMO ingredients, or animal byproducts. But here are some key differences. All recipes are free from white and sweet potato, as well as potato starch, and they make an ideal rotational diet. And what I mean by a rotational diet, you don't have to go through a transition phase if you're switching between flavors. And the reason why you don't have to do that, the backbone is the same across all six flavors, and all we did is swap out the protein. So it's really a great food to feed those dogs that are readily bored or easily bored with, with their food and you wanna change it up.
0: Uh, if I can add something, you know, I have uh, brachiocephalic breeds, which are you know, your flat faced dogs. And a lot of people don't realize that during warmer months these breeds of dogs do not fare well in very hot or humid climates. And one of the biggest factors that a lot of people don't realize is that in feeding a stew or, you know, a wet variety of food and clearly uh, the best quality you could possibly get, the moisture content is so high, you're less likely to have heat stroke and heat exhaustion in feeding the, you know, a flat-faced dog. So it could be anything from, you know, your tiny little Pekingese and Brussels Griffin all the way up to your Mastiffs bulldogs pugs french bulldogs which is so highly popular and and i talk to people all the time and the first thing i say is do you feed food with a high moisture content and and i find it so interesting when they say no i just feed you know whatever commercial brand they're seeing on television and it's just completely dry and then they realize why the dog is hyperventilating oh he's always hot oh he's always this and i'm like you know this breed of dog needs more moisture. This type of dog needs more moisture than maybe any other breed. And I'm a big moisture content person. I'm a rotational feeder as well. So, and and I one of the things I always tell clients and customers and stores, if you get your customers onto the concept of rotational feeding, you know you can you know diversify with you know stews and. You know, um, even some raw food if if that's something that they want to try out. Exactly. You know, a, dog, a dog that's eating a meat-based diet really shouldn't be eating, you know, the cookies and the starchy, you know, um, you know, wheat crackers and all those kinds of things. They primarily should be sticking with the meat-based treats, which again in the retail world, you know, these are higher price point. Your clients have to come in and see them. I mean, it's exactly the treat line that you have. So everything is so relative with pet parents. And I just think that they don't spend enough time and it's really important that we spend that time educating them on, especially the breeds of dogs that they have, because they simply do not, you know, they don't know and, and they're apprehensive to try. So it's
1: really absolutely important. absolutely agree with you, Janine. And, and that was the point about people going to pet specialty and buying our products, because we have a lot to offer we make. I mean, Our philosophy is really simple on on nutrition. I'll touch on that after we do the presentation a little further. But really, number one is, if we wouldn't feed it to our own dog, don't put it in there. And number two is, if it doesn't serve a nutritional purpose, don't put it in there. So you want to make it look pretty and nice and brown. People add, you know, this caramel color flavor. We wouldn't do that. That serves no nutritional value. Why is sticking it in there? The dog doesn't see it. So we're, we're right down philosophically right down the same path um let's move ahead just to the next one people often ask what's the difference between daily dish and classic stews i mean the table that you have here shows the difference i think the significant difference in the classic stews is for the classic stews all the protein comes from either meat or poultry whereas in the daily dish about two-thirds comes from meat poultry and or fish One third comes from chickpeas, flaxseed, and egg whites, all of which are super healthy ingredients. Chickpeas, chock full of uh, of vitamins, fiber, nutrients, egg whites. We know how how easily and readily digestible they are. Flaxseed's got omega-3s in it, and and this is where we're going with our nutrition. That's the next phase on our nutrition. But omega-3s, pets don't get enough omega-3s. So it's very important to get a better balance on the omega-3s. The other thing is a notable difference between the classics and the daily dish is that the classic stews are a little more ingredient dense. They've got more veggies and more fruit. Hence it's more of a prebiotic diet, but not to take away from the daily dish. Very palatable, a great value at 3 feeds well again, no GMOs, all the good attributes that pet parents look for.. Um, you know the daily dish has a number of benefits as i said over a regular pet grade food i mean you know among other things gmo free gum free no preservatives no artificial colors flavors or bpas and no more expensive than a regular can of pet food and why would you not feed human grade we'll talk about it a little further but human grade food as you probably know janine is is more readily absorbed and better digested. It has a higher calorie per per box than pet grade because you don't have all that filler and junk. You use high quality ingredients. So pets get more nutrition. We'll talk about that right near the end. We'll, we'll come back to that. So of course, we also have a line of classic stews for cats. Now retailers, are always from what we understand being bombarded my cat won't eat and you see cat lines and they have this huge you know manufacturers umpteen different flavors of cat we have four flavors and i can tell you they're extremely palatable they come in a six ounce box which is different from the typical five and a half to five ounce uh, can, can and as i say extremely palatable and they're a high meat content Um, because we know that cats are obligate carnivores, so they need that high meat. And there is 1% each of pureed carrots, sweet potato, and apple. And, you know, consumer retailers are going to look and say, oh, I can't bring that in because it's got veggies. Well, let me point out why we we added that 1%. First of all, they're pureed, so there's no chunks. So the cats won't see it, the consumers won't see it. And when we first launched our Classic stews for Dogs, we would open a box, put it out, for to talk to the store owner, and their cat, store cat, would come up and st- start lapping up the gravy. And we were looking to come up with a really palatable cat food. So we thought, what a great way to start the backbone uh, of this cat stew. And indeed, it really is super palatable, and that's why we added it. So again, looking at um, at, at the differences between regular cat food and ours. Um, probably we know that cats are texture driven with their palatability. So ours is a unique cross between a pate and a moose. And so that really helps in the palatability. The little bits of meat that are in there, um, it's a different mouth texture each lap or each bite because each piece is slightly different sized. Uh, Among other differences, ours are formulated for all life stages, many aren't. Again, we use those organic minerals for that better bioavailability also made just like the dog stews without gums, GMO ingredients, animal byproducts, or added salt. And we actually have a number of consumers who say, my cat has kidney problems. And they come to us and say, tell me about your sodium, tell me about your phosphorus. And when we give them the values, the dry matter values, they say, gee, that's almost exactly what my vet wants me to feed my cat. So without added salt, that really helps the cause. Again, single protein options for cats with food sensitivities. And none of these cat stews contain white potatoes, chickpeas, lentils, uh, peas. It really makes for a nice healthy diet for the cats. So it's, it's just a great, great product. And retailers should be bringing in those, at least those four flavors because they will have customers who say, what do I feed my cat? And we offer a money back guarantee so there's no reason not to bring it in. We came up with dog treats called soft and Tasty, made with more than 70% meat, you alluded to the meaty treats that we have. So more than 70% meat, poultry or fish, and dogs love them. They're not greasy, they're easy to break apart for training without crumbs or mess, and they come in resealable bags to keep the treats fresh. The back row that you see on the slide, lamb, duck, chicken, beef and salmon recipes, Those are in a four ounce resealable bag. And the front row, I think, uh, Janine, you held up alligator, venison, rabbit, alligator, and wild boar, they're in a 3.75 ounce bag. So super, super good, good, healthy treats. Again, we have some key differences over other manufacturers, limited ingredient recipes, single protein that are grain free. Again, perfect for dogs with allergies no thickening starches or gums, GMO ingredients, animal byproducts, added flavors or added colors. We also don't use honey or sugar. And these treats are only preserved with mixed to Of course, everybody knows that's a natural vitamin E mixture, makes for a really healthy treat. So if we got a soft and tasty for dogs, you've got to have a soft and tasty for cats. And again, very tasty. They come in a three ounce resealable bag. Um, some of the key differences, yeah, you see so you have the chicken, which is great. Um, limited ingredient, uh, grain-free recipes, no thickening starches or gums, GMO ingredients, animal byproducts, added flavors, or added colors. So completely healthy that way. They're really an ideally sized treat, soft treat, and we think that meets consumers' treat needs now because a lot of manufacturers are making cat treats that are hard. Which helps clean the teeth of the cats, but not all cats can eat those hard treats. Some cats have dental problems, so they're looking for a nice soft treat. So this is a perfect niche to, that the retailer can carry this product and compete against those hard treats. They're also made uh, a key differentiator. They're made with real animal proteins, and again, only preserved with mixed tocopherols. So perfect treat to feed cats. Now. The soft and tasty, I do want to point out that the soft and tasty treats, the particularly the beef, chicken, and duck, they come in two sizes. They come in a one-inch square called a bite, and they come in a bar, which is a four-inch strip. And there are advantages to having that bar. So when we, want, when we had Carew, our, our golden, we didn't have the bars when we were training him. And what we discovered is the bars are perfectly sized training treats. Put a couple of bars in your pocket, break off tiny pieces, no mess, no grease, no crumbs. And it's a great way to, to reward your pet for doing good. In summary, um, dogs and cats can't, cats can't get enough of our soft and tasty treats. Now we came up with uh, 2.99. We came out with um, some smoothies, um, lickable treats. We have two flavors for dogs. We have a peanut buttered flavor And um, we also have a chicken flavor and we have for cats, we have a tuna and we have a chicken. I'd like to point out that each bag has four 14 gram tubes that can be frozen for a great summertime refreshing treat. The bags won't split. And these treats are the only product that's not made in the US. Uh, These are made in a human food plant in Thailand. So for those retailers who may not know about Pamela and myself, as I said, we, we work in healthcare. You have regulatory agencies that oversee your, your work to protect your, your patients. They're not your friends, so you had better dot your I's and cross your T's, which we always did. And likewise, if we say it's human-grade, that means we have the food license from the plant, and we have all each ingredient verified to be human-grade, and the whole process of making um, the, tr- the treats, storing them, handling, all of that meets the human grade standards um, for food. Okay. Um, while we're moving ahead with the, with the peanut butter, I want to clarify on the back of the package, there's a slight typo. It says peanut butter. And somebody asked us and said, well, what's in the peanut butter? Thinking there may be xylitol. And what we realized is that we, we made the mistake by calling it peanut butter. What should be on the ingredient statement is peanuts, period. They're roasted, unsalted, and whipped into a buttery consistency. So pet parents don't have to worry about xylitol or any garbage in the peanut butter flavor. Um, What's so the show like on those? Two years. Everything now is two years, including our softened pasties. We've been able to get them up to two years. So when we talk about the differences in these treats, outstanding taste, dogs and cats, just love. And as I say, to our knowledge, we're the only manufacturer of this type of treat making a human-grade claim. So again, consumers are looking for human-grade products. So this is, yes, there are other lickables, but not human-grade. So this is a marvelous opportunity. It's an excellent value with an everyday low price of, $2.99, and it makes these a great entry point product for consumers to try. We're the only brand to offer peanut butter flavor for dogs. And we're really the first brand to promote these lickable treats for dogs. If you have a lap dog, you treat it like a cat, come on up on your lap and feed it straight from the tube. If it's a bigger dog, use it as a high value training treat or just have the dog sit beside you and feed it that way, you know what they say, everything good comes from the hand. So it's just a nice way for, for pet parents to bond with their with their, their dogs and cats. Other notable differences on these treats is that they're limited ingredients, single protein recipes, no sugar or added salt, GMO ingredients, natural or artificial flavors, no carrageenan or xanthan gum, no modified starches or added colors, all of which makes these treats a wonderful, high value training treat and a perfect way, as you said earlier, to keep your pet hydrated. Now we came out with Karoo Classic Homestyle Bone Broths. $11.99 is the suggested SRP. They're truly the best bone broth in the market. Two great flavors, grass fed and finished, and free range chicken throughout the, bone, uh, throughout the chicken's life. We also meet AFCO's requirement that if you're going to lay, label a broth as a bone broth, it must have a crude protein value of at least 90% on a dry matter basis. Of course, we know not all bone broths meet that value. And these uh, broths, bone broths, come in a 17.6 ounce tetra pack box. You know, Is I said we make
0: 12
1: pack? A six uh, pack. Come in six. So, you know, we, we we said we make the best bone broth on the market, and here's why. Exceptional taste, dogs and cats really like the taste of both flavors. We use higher quality ingredients than other brands, including organic veggies, apple cider vinegar. Now, we know that the apple cider vinegar pulls the goodness out of the bones during the cooking process, and black peppercorns to help with gastrointestinal absorption. You don't actually see black peppercorns in the finished product, but the goodness is cooked out of the black pepper coins, and that essence helps with the pet absorbing that, that, that nutritional value in the gastrointestinal uh, system. Vets and consumers who know about bone broths, they actually look for those two ingredients, and we sell quite a bit of this to vets. Less expensive bone broths. Again, why do we say we make the best bone broth? Because less expensive bone broths have, a, have an ingredient statement that will read beef broth, beef, etc. And that really points to the value, uh, that, to the fact that these broths are cheaper because they use a dehydrated bone broth as a starter. Why is that an issue? Well, it's simple. Every time you cook it, you lower the, the, the potential prebiotic, probiotic nutrients in the product. So if you're starting dehydrated bone broth, you've already cooked it once, then you dehydrate it. Now you rehydrate and you cook it again to make it sterile. So the whole purpose of a bone broth is to get those prebiotic and probiotic nutrients into the gastrointestinal system. So you run the risk of, of yes, it's less expensive, but you pay for what you get. You don't get but, that good like nutritional first value.
0: Like 1st olive oil, right? We all want the first press.
1: Exactly. You want, it, you want, that's the, a, thing,
0: you want the first press of the bone broth. You know, you don't that's a wonderful a analogy. I wish I would have <laughs>
1: spoken to you sooner, but that. that's perfect. <laughs> Um, The other thing is we use steam to cook the bones. So we do the traditional cook. Water is the first ingredient with bones. And we cook them with steam. And we use steam because that reduces the risk of burning the nutritional value. You know, if you use a gas element or electric element, you run the risk of burning the nutritional value. With steam, you reduce that risk. Um, Sort of a most important difference. There's some key differences between us versus other bone broths. Both the cattle and the chicken bones uh, used in these broths are antibiotic-free and added hormone-free. And, you know, there's something called BRICS value. So BRICS, B-R-I-X, is a a standard food industry uh, measurement. And what it does is it measures the amount of dissolved solids in a liquid. In this case, it happens to be measuring protein. And it's used with jam, it's used with wines, anything where you dissolve a solid into a liquid. And the thing is, our BRICS values are in the five to six range. And why is that important? Well, the higher the value, the more nutritional value, more dissolved protein in it. And of course, with more dissolved protein, one assumes that you have better palatability because you have more flavor with that protein, lesser um, valued bone broths have Brick's values in the one to two range, so you kind of get what you pay for um, in in these things. And of course, bone broths are bone broths, limited ingredient recipes made without gums or thickeners, GMO ingredients. There's no added salt, sweet potatoes or natural flavor, so these are extremely healthy to feed. Now, of course, not everybody wants to buy a bone broth. Some people just want a broth. And we came up with these daily dish broths in a 17.6 ounce tetra pack, 3.99 is the SRP. They're BPA-free packaging, and of course they have a wonderful convenient screw-top lid, which is just great to pour and put the lid back on, for it in the fridge. Key differences of these broths for dogs and cats. We think they're priced right for initial trial with an everyday low price, as I said, that's lower at 3.99, lower than many other brands' broths. We offer a unique pumpkin broth, and we know that pumpkin is a superfood, not only good for digestion, but it's also great for eye and heart health. So as pets get older, just like humans, their eyes and their heart get a little weaker. So if you can strengthen that, if you can support that by feeding them a regular basis of pumpkin broth, you have a chance to do good things for your pet, you know it's it's that important
0: and you can't miss, also you can't miss out on the fiber portion for the little scooters either exactly I'm, I'm all little pet dog owners i have two you know five pound little dogs and and i do give them pumpkin broth because it helps with you know them doing their business and they don't scoot as much because they need that fiber in their diet they can't. Exactly. They can't. It's and we're in the pet business, right? So we can have these kinds of like crude <laughs> conversations to say little dogs can't squeeze. They need a little help. So
1: yeah. Yeah. You know. Exactly. So it, it fits. The other thing with these three broths is they're a little thicker than other broths, so it clings to the food, and that's important because it just kind of adds that that nice flavor to dry food. Of course, they're prepared without added salt, GMO ingredients, potato starch, or potatoes of any kind, and no gums or thickeners. So really very healthy. I think the most important difference between our broths uh, and these daily dish broths at $3.99 and others is they have a higher protein level than other broths. The beef and the chicken are guaranteed at 2%. It's actually about 2.5%. And again, why is that important? Just as we said with the bone broths, you have better nutritional value, better palatability. And so it's a great way to use it on a daily, great value for everyday feeding and dogs and cats truly enjoy them and like them. Key differences. So people say, what's the difference between your bone broth and your daily dish? Well, the bone broths, I mean, if you look at the chart here, they have a higher protein and nutritional value than the daily dish broths. The bone broths have are have natural prebiotic and probiotic nutrients and of course they're rich in glucosamine and chondroitin, which is good for joint health um, on the other hand the daily dish broths they're really perfect to add flavor and and hydration for those customers that feed a less than premium dry food you know for customers buying a, a relatively medium priced food dry food then the, the retailer should say, look, why don't you add this to the diet? You're going to add some nutritional value to your pet's health. And they need, as we discussed earlier, they need that hydration. And that's really important. And for $3.99, the consumer's probably not going to complain. On the other hand, when you have these people who feed like either a pre dried or a dehydrated or a very high-end kibble, $100-plus bag tell them, look again, same things apply. You want to hydrate, you want to add nutritional value and add flavor, then add a bone broth. And that customer is likely not going to complain if they're spending $100 plus for a bag of kibble, oh, what's another 12 bucks to add 11.99 to add to, to my bill to do something good for my pet? And what's important is if, for the retailer, these are incremental revenue, generators, profit, So it's not like, well, instead of buying this, buy that, it's buy this and add to. And that's important um, for retailers. Let's face it. They need to stay in business. If they don't, they're not going to be helping the pet parents down the road.
0: So in general retail, you know, um, and, and I come from originally come from corporate retail where it's always adding on and upselling. But, you know, as a pet parent, you know, there's, and, and having, you know, I'm feeding, you know, stews and and raw, you know, there's also another added benefit that might be overlooked is that, you know, when someone is transitioning from a kibble, that's that middle of the range kibble, or they realize that, you know, they want to, you know, take their dog's nutrition to another level, you know, you you especially with kibble feeders, you can't just go from kibble to raw or kibble to a stew, you know, you're going to wreak havoc on the pet's system. And, you know, using a broth very high protein, you know, palatability is there, you know, you're mixing these things in. So you're slowly transitioning them into these better foods, you know, by adding these quality, you know, add-ons to the food, you know, and, or, you know, I just had a conversation with a customer who says, I can't believe how many puppies, you know, I'm seeing in the last few months. I says, oh, well, just don't forget, you know, generally depending on the breed between six and eight months. The dog seems to not like the food anymore and and then the customers are coming back saying oh you know you sold me this bag of food or you sold me these cans or you know these stews and the dog's not eating it um well between six and eight months he's losing his puppy teeth it's just yep. too painful to eat anything you know yep. if you're if you are a kibble feeder and again you know they're all different levels of pet parents but you know using a broth to soak the kibble To soften it is going to help that puppy to then be able to chew that food. And of course, it's a puppy. So, you know, some people will say, well, do you want it just, you can just add water. You can just add water, but is the nutrition there? This is a growing dog. Or, you know, some people don't even understand that puppies need to eat several times a day, depending on the breed. You know, little dogs, you know, obviously it's a little bit easier, but a puppy should eat three times a day at minimum. If it's a big working breed, you know, this dog needs to eat many small portions throughout the day. So I'm a big advocate on adding the broth to anything, especially young dogs. You know, that's
1: that's a great point that you made, Janine. Well, well made. All right, so we're almost at the end of the presentation here. A couple of points to talk about. Um, this slide industry recognition from 2014 when we launched to this year inclusive show some of the awards we've won. And, and I think that points to why consumers buy crew. But two points, two, two of the awards that are worth mentioning. One, Susan Thixon, Um, she's a food consumer advocate. Many pet parents know about her and they look to her advice to what products to buy. And we've been on her list since 2015. You can't buy your way on her list. She actually sends you a detailed set of questions you have to reply to you have to submit documentation that verifies you're not just saying oh yeah we're human grade and there's no verification so i think that's important to point out and the other award is the 2021 vanguard award from pet insight for innovative products in the broth and topper category and that really speaks to the value of the daily dish broth. so, um, so i think that's important um, Now, the obvious question, why would retailers carry Carew? Well, we think we have some good answers. As a brand, we have a good story that consumers can relate to. You know, we home-cooked for our own dog. We saw how well he did on that regime, and we started Carew out of the need and the desire to provide the same goodness to other pet parents. So that's one point. We have a unique premium line of, of products that, fits with consumer trends, Uh, what we believe consumer trends of today are, and and to us, those trends are human grade, healthy recipes made with natural foods and recognizable ingredients and environmentally friendly packaging. Other than the plastic that the treats come in, everything else is recyclable, and actually the treat manufacturer that we work with is looking to change the packaging because we say it needs to change as to another, uh, a bunch of other um, manufacturers who, who don't want more plastic in the environment. Um, if you think about it, Karoo makes a great ideal store brand. You know, we're not on every shelf like uh, a red box, and I'm sure everybody knows what that red box product line is. So we're not on every shelf, and that gives the store a reason to invite the customer to come back, buy Karoo, and buy whatever else while they're in the store. So we think that that's good to help the store, so being a good store brand. Um, all of our food, broths, lickable treats, they're exceptionally palatable, tasty, human grade, limited ingredient recipes with only made with only the good stuff. And it's the same thing with our soft and tasty treats. Again, for dogs and cats, no junk, only good stuff, very palatable. Now we had talked about feeding guidelines and about human grade. There was a study, and I'm sure your uh, listeners, as, as well as you, Janine, know, in 2020, pet food industry journals had a, an article and the headline read, typical pet foods are generally less digestible than human foods. And I think this statement shows the real value of our human-grade products as they have a higher nutritional value than pet-grade foods. One of the, the two benefits to that, of course, The pet needs to eat less because they they have more nutritional value and the back end cleanup process becomes less because A, the the, the stools are better formed and there's just less waste. So the pet parents will appreciate that. We use higher quality organic minerals, uh, unlike some of the larger manufacturers who use proteinate um, inorganic minerals none of the Karoo products contain China-sourced ingredients, and we haven't had any recalls, either voluntary or mandated. So, you
0: That's know, fantastic.
1: when we, support, we look to support, the brand looks to support you and retailers, and, you know, we think that the Daily Dish line of stews, smoothies, and broths um, offer a number of everyday value price entry products great for consumers to try. They can start with the smoothies, they can start with the broths, They can start with the daily dish juice. Nothing terribly expensive. It's not a big hit to try us. We have ongoing strong ISO promos to support with sales with our distributors and retailers. Okay. We offer targeted social media support. So if you have a store, that you you want us to call out, we can put that on our website and call it out. We're a trusted brand with service levels to both stores and to you, Janine, that exceed expectations. And we support our, our partners with MAP policies. We really work hard to strictly enforce it. It sometimes takes us a week or so to get the big boys to play fair. We've actually stopped shipping products uh, when they don't, when they're not in compliance. So I think the last slide here shows our commitment for supporting our partners. You know, we understand that given the effort and resources we have at hand, those distributors and retailers who get behind the brand, they'll do very well selling this. If they think it's expensive and they're going to have trouble, they'll have trouble. If they say, hey, this is good value, then they will confidently be able to sell it. We've been told that Peru has products with good margins that do sell well, so our partners will make money. Customers appreciate what the brand stands for, they value our service levels, and they're excited really to see just how much their pets enjoy the product. So repeat sales become easy. As one of our reps put it, if they try it, they'll buy it. You know, you buy a high-end product, you wanna make sure your pet's loving that food. And everything we know is most pets will just go goo goo over our food and go crazy. So, but you know, after saying, you know, the presentation, what's important to us that, why we think people should carry Carew, pets love the taste and owners trust the goodness. I think that really is the summary of what we do, why we do it and what our goals are. So there you go, Janine, that's the end of the presentation.
0: Thank you so much for that. That was extraordinarily informative. I really enjoyed understanding, you know, clearly you guys are, passionate about where you started and and the why you started and the reasons behind the way you make what you're making. Um, You know, I think that a lot of the retailers, you know, having seen this and heard this, you know, I wanted to just touch base on a few things, especially from the selling standpoint, or especially for someone who's never seen the product or been to a trade show, You know, most of our customers are much smaller retailers that don't get an opportunity to necessarily go out. And, you know, I always try to make sure that even with our social media content, which I I do have a question about that in a second, but, you know, as far as like even the cat treat, everything has the window, which I really, really love. You know, the cat treats are kind of shredded. So, you know, cats are either the pate or the moose or the shred kind of eater. So I love that you can just you know kind of grab a bit pinch it out and and put it on the table. The bars are all scored so I really love that like you mentioned you know having a training treat, you know you could break these into small pieces they're all scored and then obviously with the quality of rotation feeding you know the fact that you have treats that are made from alligator you know I mean there's protein sources that bore alligator you know, pets generally won't have allergies to something that they've never been exposed to. So when someone comes into a store and says, um, you know, and and pet parents will say, you know, oh, my dog's allergic to everything. Well, has he ever had alligator? No, well, we never had that. So he can't possibly be allergic to alligator because his body has not built up any allergic reactions to eating alligator or venison or, you know, whatever protein sources. You know, it, you know, we say like, you know, beef, chicken have been in the industry for, forever, you know, yep. and then in the early 80s, lamb became, you know, the new protein source. Um, I hate to admit that I've been around since lamb and rice has been available. Um, and, and of course, you know, you're going to see that. And obviously with the non-genetically modified, you know, protein sources, you're going to have less of that, even with protein sources that perhaps a pet may or may not be allergic to. So let I, me,
1: Janine, let yeah. me jump in please before sure. missing up a point. So one of the things with the shreds for cats, if if consumers are feeding a dry food, you can actually take those and put it on top of the dry food. It helps improve palatability. So that's one point on a okay. sell selling point. And the other thing that I didn't mention in the presentation, but you may want to know is that you know when we were home feeding, we were worried about Karoo getting complete and So we went to our vet and we said, you know, they offer a vitamin and mineral pack. Oh, sure. So we took it home and we started feeding Karu. And guess what? He started having allergy symptoms. So mm. coming from our background, we said, I wonder if there's soy as a carrier mm. to the vitamins and minerals. We phoned the vet. Would there be soy as the carrier? Oh, goodness. I forgot to tell you. Yes, there is. So we stopped. Stop feeding and, and that's it. So a lot of the pet parents who say, you know, my dog or my cat's allergic to everything or chicken. We know chicken's the number one selling protein in North America to this day. But everybody says, oh, my my pet's allergic to chicken. What we believe is that often it may well be, the allergy may well be soy driven by the carrier that's in the vitamins and minerals. We don't use soy and that's important for you to let your customers know we use um tricalcium phosphate or we use a little bit of dextrose which is sugar as a carrier but it's non-gmo it's not genetically modified so again i think that's important and i didn't mean to interrupt but I, I i wanted to make those points i think that's very important
0: no no i mean you know um, i deal with the retailers so closely and have these conversations ongoing to help them sell product and teach them how to sell things like i said know so many don't have an opportunity to go out and visit with stores so you know it's it's the podcast for them to listen and see what's going on or hear from a manufacturer that they may never have an opportunity to go and visit at a trade show or at a grooming show or whatever and the internet is is helping every industry really become more you know like we say we live in a global economy it's really helping us become much more global by saying you know we have, you know, videos and YouTube channels and social media, and and there's so many ways to educate themselves. But for me, I just want to create an opportunity for them to just have a one place to come to, and that's obviously with Pet Drop Shipper. So our
1: social media content. So any other um, questions that you have? Because no, I,
0: I no, I I I think that you know you you've done such an amazing job with the product and what you've created, and you have all these different you know, really amazing, you know, nutritionally sound products. You know, I just don't see, you know, customers not wanting to give it a try. Like I said, just alone, the alligator and the boar and, you know, all these proteins, you know, that, that even, you know, you have, you know, the hang tags are here, you know, the the display, the merchandising, they can sit up on a shelf because you have the bottom, you know, open like this, you can up have them yeah. on the shelf, yeah. you know. Um, you know, I, I I think that you know it's 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 really a win for the retailer to be able to offer something that no one else has. No one else is making alligator.
1: Well, by all means, you're welcome to give some of these out to your better customers as samples, and we'll we'll support that. We'll We'll yeah, of we'll, we'll reimburse you, and you know what? Nothing like having a bag right there, giving out a treat, and say, you know, this line they've got a, a bunch of really excellent products here. Try the treat for your dog. And Perfect. So
0: we'll, we'll use that as a segue to say, hey, subscribe to our YouTube channel and get a free bag of treats. Exactly. There you, there so you go. Yes. That'll be wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about sharing. I mean, I've, you know, and if you've listened to the podcast or the YouTube channel, you know, I started out as a kid in the industry working in a store because I love the dogs. Naturally, my parents were like, you can love the dogs all you want, but you have to go to college and, and things like that. But I still found myself back in the industry. And I don't think people leave the industry. I think, you know, we say, you know, no pun intended but it's a small fishbowl. You know, yeah. we're a very small industry. We're very, you know, um, you know we're, we, we love what we're doing. You know, whether you're a groomer and you love the dogs and you're grooming the dogs or you're a retailer and you just love supporting your community or your manufacturer that just wants to share the best possible products out there. You know, I think that we're all in it together and there's so much to learn. And I'm just thrilled that we've become this, you know, global enterprise in the industry because of the technology that's out there. So I just want to put all these, you know, wonderful videos together to be able to share to let, you know, retailers and, and people who want to get into the industry know, you know, it's a very welcoming, very small community um, of an of an industry, even though it's a huge industry.
1: We think we have a lot of value to offer customers and retailers so there's yeah. no reason that they shouldn't do well with their product line there's none
0: i appreciate that and yeah i can feel your passion through the through the zoom <laughs> thank you
1: thank <laughs> you so Thanks, much janine. thank
0: you take so care. much guys i really appreciate your time and i look forward to you know helping service all of our customers together
1: perfect thank, thank you, you janine enjoy thank,
0: your day take yep, care be safe. take care